Mauri ora e te whānau, nau mai hoki mai ki Māori Millionaire. My name is Tukokura Boynton and this is the Māori Millionaire podcast. So we usually have Tamatea Ngāpō on with us as well, but he wasn't able to he wasn't able to make it today. So it's just me today, but he'll be back, if not next time, then the time after that. So nau mai hoki mai whānau and welcome back to another podcast. So today's podcast... I have a few different topics that I wanted to talk about today, one of them being food wastage. And I just wanted to talk about this because I was recently listening to a podcast and it was about the impact that food wastage has on te taiao, and not only te taiao, but also our putia. And so the statistics that I were from the Wellington District Council and their estimates were that Kiwi spend around $872 million a year on food that gets thrown away, uneaten. And so this is a lot of money and, you know, we all know this and I think that it equated to um, about eight hundred dollars per household um a year and for for some whanau this is you know not much money but for others this is a lot of money and for me personally if someone just gave me eight hundred dollars then that would be amazing and you know that's enough money to pay for your waff your rego and some gas you know if you think of it like that or eight hundred dollars is enough money to um, buy school uniforms for for your kids to go to kura or you know there's lots of different things that $800 could buy and it does add up and so this is just one simple thing that I wanted to record it all about with you guys to share my whakaro on it and just kind of create some solutions for us so one of the things that I had learned through this um, learning was that bread is one of the biggest um, creators of food waste for us and so I I totally agree with this because you know we're always buying bread and we're always having this kind of fakado that you know bread only costs a dollar and you know if you don't finish it then oh we'll just chuck it out or throw it to the birds or something like that but um, I don't know about your family but we in my household in, in Tukurua we put the bread in the freezer and then you know if you're going to make a sandwich later on in the day then just take the bread out in the morning just however many slices you're going to use and then if you're just using bread for toast anyways you can always just toast frozen bread so that's just one simple thing you can do to make sure that you're never wasting bread and and whilst bread is cheap it's also one of the biggest producers of food waste and so another thing that that food waste um, happens is that when it's left in in landfills, it produces greenhouse gases which contribute to global warming. And this is really bad for us because, you know, we only have one we only have one planet. And if we, you know, if we fuck this up, there's no going back. And I just think it's it's really sad because. You know, 
Kuau ko te whenua, ko te whenua, kuau. And lots of us aren't even practicing this when we chuck food out. So I think a lot of us need to humble ourselves a bit and just stop wasting food. Uh, so, so another one is when you cook too much kai and you have leftovers and if you chuck it in the fridge and then people don't eat it and then you just end up chucking it out. So there's different ways you can fix this. If you cook too much kai, invite someone else over for dinner or or give it to your neighbour, give it to to your kid for school lunches tomorrow. Take it yourself to work the next day. There are so many things you can do. Like we have housing crises happening and we have an income problem. Inflation has skyrocketed. There is no need for us to be wasting kai. Um, so thank you for listening to my little TED talk about about wasting kai. But my nanny May always says um, never waste food. It's the worst thing you can ever do. And, um, yeah, so I think it's something we all need to remember sometimes. Just do what we can to not waste food. Um, so, other than that, I also wanted to talk a little about a bit about inflation and what this is. So, for the whanau that don't know, inflation is the rising cost of living. And so, what inflation does is it increases the cost of normal everyday things so for bread for milk um, the cost of rent cost of buying a house and so recently New Zealand inflation rates have hit a 10-year high and so what this means is that the cost of living has become so high that it has topped records that we've had since 10 years ago so we haven't had the cost of living hit this high since you know like 2012 which was you know that's quite historical and so what contributes to this is there's lots of different things that can contribute to this but one of them was the fact that every time the minimum wage increases um, businesses small businesses can't afford this and so what you what you can think about is like your local fish and chip shop. So just picture your local fish and chip shop in your neighbourhood. And then think when minimum wage increases and they have to start paying their workers more, they can no longer afford to do this with their current prices. So what do they do? They increase the price of their their kai. So their fish becomes four dollars instead of three dollars, their a scoop becomes three dollars instead of two fifty. Everything goes up. And this doesn't just happen in fish and chip shops. It happens everywhere. It happens in the supermarket. Power becomes more expensive. Um, Drinks become more expensive. Everything becomes more expensive. And so when we think about minimum wage increases, we think, well, this is good because, you know, the lower income people are getting more money. But in actual fact, well, they're getting more money, but the cost of living is increasing at the same rate so there's no real point in getting paid more if everything's just going to become more expensive anyways and the other idea that lots of people tend to disregard is the fact that 
tax brackets haven't increased for 10 odd years and so what this means is that people on minimum wage are now being forced into higher tax brackets meaning that they're paying more tax as minimum wage increases which is just ridiculous because why are low income whanau paying so much tax? So in Aotearoa the last time our income thresholds changed was in 2009-2010 and what this meant is that is that since then our brackets haven't changed so if you remember to 2010 I don't know what you guys are up to but I was about seven and and I can remember a k-bar would cost 40 cents and so if you just think about that now they're about two dollars now so just that right there shows that back then it was 40 cents now it's two dollars that is a one dollar sixty increase and so that just shows one tiny thing which has increased in cost and so if you think about everything else in our lives which has increased in cost so for example bread you could find dollar bread loaves anywhere now they're a bit harder to find and most of them cost around two or three dollars depending on where you shop um if you think about lots of different things that your household uses and think about 10 years ago how much that costed and think about how much it costed now so these are just you know we can't change this we can't change that the brackets haven't changed we can't change when minimum wage goes up when small businesses are suffering and they charge more and so the point I'm trying to make is that this system is made against us because if it was made for us this stuff wouldn't be happening because Fano would be able to afford to pay for their living costs and inflation wouldn't be so high because um, companies wouldn't be suffering when minimum wage goes up because minimum wage isn't even enough to live on living wage is more so what it takes to live and so something we need to consider is if this whole system works against us if if minimum wage being increased is actually a detriment to our to our whanau maori and living is becoming crazy expensive what can we do to change this and this is where maori millionaire comes into place so what we're kind of preaching with Māori Millionaire is that investing and being good with your pūtia is key because the system is built against us so we need to take things into our own hands and do it ourselves. So the things that we can do today due to inflation are there's lots of different things to reduce our spending. So making sure you're turning the power off at the wall making sure you look after the things you have so you don't need to replace them. Things like this, if you're able to just cut the little costs, you're able to improve things for yourself. Uh, think about, do you really need to be taking your car? Do you need to be doing long trips in your vehicle? Or can you, can you coordinate this with someone else who's going on a trip and go with them? Or things like this. So it's just about being mindful about our putia during these these hard times so that we can make things better for us and during 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 crashes market crashes which is when um inflation goes so high that the market eventually crashes and so i'm not sure who's listening today but if you were 
if you were adulting during the GFC or recession during 2008, what this means was that lots of people lost their jobs and the cost of living was so high and, you know, everything was just crazy. Um, I can post some stuff on Māori Millionaire on the website if you are interested in learning about what a recession is, but that, in short, is what it is. So, during these times, the things that drop in price are things like property, things like stocks, things like this drop in price, meaning that it is the best time to be making investments because everything is going to be cheap because people are going to be selling their houses because they can't afford to make mortgage payments. So if you're able to buy a property during this time, which is my plan to be honest, is that it's going to be much more affordable and I'll be able to enter the market during a crash, then you know, you can take advantage of situations like this. Instead of making it break you, you can allow it to make you. And so that's just one small thing you can do. So how can we do this to be able to get through these tough times? Is being mindful about the decisions that we're making now and how it's going to affect us in the future. So all the small things that add up. Um, turning power off at the walls, like I've already said, um, cutting discretionary spending for now, just for a short period of time or something. If you're able to just put that extra 10 bucks into that savings account, then you will be able to kind of boost your savings and make sure that when a recession does hit, you'll be protected and your whānau will be fine. And if you start building side hustles now, start building an income now, then it's going to impact you way less. A lot of different millionaires speak of this thing where they have seven sources of income. And so what this means is that they they bring in money, so money goes into their bank account from seven different places. And so one of them might be your rental properties, another might be dividends from your stocks, another one could be your business, which brings in a profit, uh, your job, so your full-time job, your nine-to-five type thing. You may have a book on sale, which every time someone buys it, you make a $10 profit. Uh, you know, building seven different sources of income. So this sounds crazy and it sounds unrealistic for lots of whānau who only have one. So when I first started my personal finance journey, I only had one source of income and that was my part-time job and so from there learning about personal finance this is one of the first things that you'll learn is that people who have wealth people who are millionaires people who grow generational wealth they have more than one source of income and the average is seven so one thing that you can do is to learn how to build different sources of income so the thing that this allows you to do is that during a recession or during times which the market is suffering you will be protected and so what this means is that if the stock market crashes then and you are no longer making dividend payments you know you're not receiving any then you've got your six other sources of income that will protect you or if your business fails and there's a huge dilemma about people not wanting to buy your products anymore then you still have your other sources of income so building different sources of income is really important in order to protect yourself 
protect your tamariki and still be able to make the necessary payments or pay your bills during troubling times. So now is a great time to start, you know. There's this saying, I, I don't know who said it, it might have been Warren Buffett or something, but it was like the best time to buy a stock is 10 years ago and the second best time is today. And what this means is that we can always look back and go, oh, I should have bought a house back when they were only 200k and now they're, now they're 500k. The second best time is to buy it today when it's 500k because in 10 years you're going to be looking back and go, oh my gosh, I should have bought it when it was 500k because now they're 2 million. So it's all about perspective. So do what you can today and, you know, just learn from that. So today's a short episode and I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who takes the time out of their day to listen to our podcast. We really do appreciate it. And our Māori Māori millionaire whānau has been growing recently and I just love that. And it's so awesome to see everyone starting their personal finance journeys. I think it's awesome and I think that um, Māori really have this opportunity to be grasping to their personal finances because the impacts are just crazy. You know, we can go from a, a... people who are struggling with poverty and we can you know overcome these struggles and become a a rich people's a, a community which has all the money and resources to to buy things like good education and and better health care and access to academic resources and justice and so many different things so I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who's who's taken the time out of their day to like our posts, to share them, to tell their whānau about us and to listen to the podcast because every single one of you are helping press my mission which is to empower Māori to become financially independent. So tēnā rā tātou katoa, thank you.